I'm Groot. Uh-huh. I'm Groot. No! That's a really bad sign. Everybody and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing. And if you're new to this podcast and you're just now listening, you can stop over at joelmahalik.com. That's where you can get the news. You can subscribe to your favorite service with your favorite player. Uh, and you can email us and check out what's going on in the universe. And you can also do so over at Facebook at JM Talk or on Twitter at WQYB. Radio Tonight on the program, uh, we are joined by a very special guest in the studio. Say hello again to Sharon. Hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi to you. Hi. How you I, doing? Good. And I think later on, maybe we're joined by the world, the uh, world's most famous schnauzer, who is... Molly. Right now, guarding the outside of the studio, but that's okay. Um, we're, we're glad Sharon has returned. All those people beating down the door trying to get in to see me. I know. I think if if you were to look at Molly's resume, I think it would say that she has successfully protected us today from two trash bags, a coffee cup, four leaves, the mailman, and a UPS guy. Wow, yeah, she's so, been busy. A very busy security service going on there. That's wow. Uh, miniature Schnauzer Patrol. <laughs> so, so anyway, MSP, <laughs> right, right. And I, I, I have a badge for it, by the way. I do. Yay! I just have to add the acronym there. So, uh, can you see Molly walking around flashing her badge? I could. MSP. I could. Well, for fla- on duty, flashing her authority. She does have attitude. And, oh, yeah. And, and if you have attitude, then that's half the job is done right there. Exactly. And she, and she has plenty of that. Exactly. So, um, anyway, welcome to the broadcast. Um, you know, t- t- um, today is Veterans Day. And uh, not tomorrow. A lot of people, banks will be closed and some people will be off from work because it's to celebrate it. But it's, it's the 11th of November is when... It is, and it's it's funny because I was thinking last season, uh, right around Memorial Day, I was talking about Memorial Day. So this is sort of like a reverse discussion for a quick minute because I, I remember saying on Memorial Day, not to confuse it with Veterans Day, Memorial Day, we, we uh, memorialize the uh, armed forces, people who served in the armed forces that have died, given the ultimate sacrifice. And, right. veter- and Veterans Day, we just celebrate all the veterans. So now here we are at Veterans Day, and I find myself just saying, let's remember that we celebrate all veterans today, not to confuse it with Memorial Day. But then, yes, but 
My thing is, I hate to, I don't mean to cut you off there, but. That's fine. Um, on Memorial Day, all veterans should be memorialized, not just the dead ones. You didn't just cut me off. You took my, you, you took right exactly what I was going to say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because at the same time. Well, we do that, you and I. <laughs> the, the nice thing is, is I, 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 it doesn't matter to me. I'd rather see patriotism all the time. So ce- right. celebrate everybody on both days, on all patriotic days. Right. Uh, but yes, do me a favor, and if you haven't, make sure you thank a veteran today. Absolutely. Uh, so a lot if of people. I, if I find out again, I'm stepping all over that, you. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> um, but if I find out that you know someone has served. Whether it's in the military, firefighter, police officer, I thank them. Absolutely. You know, I will go out of my way to thank them. And if it means, you know, paying for a meal or paying for a cup of coffee, paying for a donut, you know, I'll do it. I don't have a lot of money. I don't have any money. But... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, how I are you like paying to, for the donut? Well, with my good looks, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not the case either. <laughs> well, uh, truly, but you're right on the right track. Uh, you know, uh, thank them, and that does include first responders, which is why we do honor thy heroes, which we'll do later on uh, on the program. Um, so, yeah, Veterans Day. Veterans Day. And a lot of people don't know that it was originally called Armistice Day because on the 11th month and the 11th day in the 11th hour is when the armistice was signed and the Great War, later called World War One. Believe me, in 1918, they weren't saying, whew, World War One is over. <laughs> you know, come that, on, World War Two. Right. That came about later. And then that was, it was called the Great War. Right. Um, so that's uh, that's what the Veterans Day was was born from, uh, so to speak. But I mean, Armistice Day is still known as Armistice Day. So it was born of that, but then it's it's its own separate thing. So, but uh, so there, there's your little history lesson for today as well. I thought I was done school. <laughs> no, 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 I will keep you busy. I know you will. So, uh, yesterday, after uh, three of the five work days of rain in this in this area where we're at, uh, it finally cool, uh, it cooled down, let's say. <laughs> let's call it cooled down. It, it actually got downright cold. Um, but uh, I was thinking this week, um, and especially since not too long ago for one of my clients, I posted a thing about the Farmer's Almanac's predictions for the Northeast for winter, and the farmers' almanac is pretty funny. People swear that it's the truth. People say it's baloney. Um, I don't know where I sit with it. I mean, to me, I think it's an entertaining magazine. I, where, where do you see it? Uh, well, I grew up being told that the farmers' almanac was something that you live by. So it was gospel. If you, yeah, I mean. If you wanted to see predictions on the weather, you know, they these people that write this book really, you know, put together some really c- 
creative predictions mm-hmm. based on past, you know, experiences. So I think it's gospel. Okay. So that's so that then that's what I was saying. So there's the different people have the different views on it. And so of course it's predicting a uh, uh I think it's it's predicting a pretty bad winter in this area. But here's what I was thinking. If I was to make my own prediction based on um, uh, recent past, and we look at 2018 in this region, all year, after the winter, we had a very wet spring, we had a very wet summer, we just couldn't get things done that we wanted to get done because of rain. It has been wet so far since the end of summer. And you know, people think, oh goodness, it's raining, I can't get this done, I can't get that done. It does more to a person than not being able to get things done. Right. You know what I mean? Like your your mental state. That's right. why they say Seattle, because you get so much rain there. You know, it's, it's suicide capital mm-hmm. of the world. But, you know, you just... You're, because you can't get this done and that done and you can't, you know. Right. You get depressed, you know, angry. Okay. So. You're right. That's just my my thought on that. So circling back to winter. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to winter. But ba- but my theory is, and Molly has just entered the studio and has taken off with the Headphone cable. Thank you very much, Molly. Uh, my my theory is that with all this constant rain throughout 2018 so far, mm-hmm. you have to think your think yourself. If it carries on, if it continues the way it has been for the better part of this year so far, as the temperatures drop, then yes, I think we're in for a lot of snow. Yeah. You know, now I couldn't have made that prediction and then wrote a, an almanac about it months ago or a year ago. Let's just hope it's snow and not ice. Oh, and, I know. I know. You know, the, the snow, although bothersome, is much better in comparison to having ice storms and. Oh, sure. You, you, you literally know. cannot drive on ice. No. You know, so when you have no. all that. Um, that that becomes a problem. I think we are boring, Miss Molly. A big, a big yawn from the peanut gallery. No. <laughs> so uh, stop yawning, Molly. I, I I don't know how you out there view the farmers' almanac, uh, but in our in our region, uh, I'll, I I'm not going to predict we're going to have a lot of snow. Maybe the faucet just shuts off. I don't know. But what I will say is, based on all the moisture we seem to have gotten this year. If the moisture doesn't stop, then I think as the temperatures fall, we could be in trouble uh, as far as a lot of snow this year. You know, I wonder how many farmers view the Farmer's Almanac or go to the Farmer's Almanac to see. No, that's a serious question. Well, I mean, it it, it was started for them, but you're saying do they still look at that? Yeah, do they still follow the Farmer's Almanac? As a place to kind of base their information from. Right. Because, I mean, in years past, it was put together probably to to assist them. But I, I, if my interpretation of what you're saying would be, nowadays, farming has become such a business 
that you that you almost wonder if the farmers still count on it. Yeah. Or do they say, well, I need something I feel is more reliable. Yeah, exactly. So, it's, it, And if you're a farmer and you're listening, let us know if you use the Farmer's Almanac. Right. Or if you get more technical and use technology instead of a book. I, I, I bet you I make a soundbite of, of this show of Sharon saying, I wonder if farmers use the Farmer's Almanac. <laughs> It's a, but it's a perfect soundbite. Well, I guess it You're, is. I'm not trying you to being be funny. Here, you being here is not only just uh, an amazing presence and very good for the show, by the way, but you're creating avenues of marketing for us. Awesome. <laughs> just like that. I am so glad that I could be of use to you in that way by coming on the show. You sound really good. I mean, the space is really good. I'm like, I feel like I'm swallowing my mic. You're chilling. I am. <laughs> I am just relaxing. So yesterday we went and saw the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. <gasps> oh my goodness! And it was uh, phenomenal. Yeah, excellent. It was it, it was excellent. The actor that portrayed Freddie Mercury did a fantastic job yeah and i had his name in my head i can't think of it but not only, not only that but as i said coming home from the theater uh the everyone that they casted for the band yeah uh, were just were great Pretty much spot on yeah 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 like doppelgangers well and you and i had a conversation when we left and um you were saying that you learned so much about Queen and well, more so, f- more Freddie. specifically, Freddie Mercury. Because the story then it was a know, Freddie story. Yeah, and I, I knew a lot of this stuff um, about him, not from back in the day, but doing research, you know, kind of get a feel for what the movie's going to be about. So I did do some research, and and some of it is remembering what, you know, transpired at the time. Right. You know, but a lot of it is from doing research prior to going to seeing the movie, so... Well, it was very good. So, if you yeah. haven't seen it, and you're even if you're interested, if you even like the band Queen, I mean, the soundtrack yeah. was great. I believe that they did all the singing themselves. And the one thing that I heard before we went, not right before, but leading up to, is I was told by people at work that uh, that they recreated the entire segment from Live Aid, spot on, and it was. I mean, I mean the the the. It was spot on, even down to all the gesturing that Freddie Mercury made. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, with his arms and his facial expressions, and uh, they they replicated some of the camera views. I know this because I have Live Aid on VHS. I recorded it all those years ago. But so yes, it was spot on, and uh, and I even I even like clapped to myself in the seat when they yeah. when they got to that point in the movie because I'm a big Live Aid junkie and. Yeah, and, and, and here comes the big scene, the big recreated scene. So uh, that was uh, that that was awesome. That was quite awesome, actually. So um, a, a very good movie to see. You know, I I I couldn't help but feeling 
uh, only because someone said uh, earlier this week, I heard somebody say that they don't go to the movies anymore because of, uh, you know, all the all the violence and the mass shootings and stuff going on. So I got to tell you, while, while we were there, I did have this fleeting thought like, man, this is, if you think about it, because I wasn't thinking about it the whole time, and then for some reason I thought about it about halfway through the movie, and once you think about it, it is a really uh, upsetting thought. There's our guard dog going yeah. to find out what the noise was. Um, Someone farted down the street. So it, it so it, it is an upsetting thought to have um, sitting there in a public place where you know, which we know uh, is becoming uh, much more much more dangerous. So. Um, yeah, but you can't. I know you that you can't live your life, or not live your life, because uh, you know the potential of something happening. Absolutely, I absolutely agree. I was just mentioned since we were talking about the movie that I had that fleeting thought. Yeah. So. Um, that's all. But uh, go and see it. Or if you have that fleeting thought, more so than I do, or if, if you do not go to movies that, then when it comes out on streaming and DVD or whatever it is, very worth, very much worth getting. Yeah. Uh, you know, get it, obtain it, whatever. I will uh, get it. Yeah, we will get it. it will, just so we have yeah, it. Yeah, it'll be in our library. You know absolutely. What I mean? Yeah. Even though we saw it at the movies. You know, a lot of people, speaking of movies, a lot of people go to the movies to see a movie, which is obviously what you're doing. But we go to a movie and we base whether or not we're going to buy the DVD on how we viewed the movie. Yeah, and, you that, know? and that would if definitely be a keeper. Yeah, if it's something that'll go in our repertoire, then... Absolutely. Repertoire. Oh my! I, I've never used a word so large on this show. Oh, sorry, people. <laughs> Didn't know. Couldn't use big words. <laughs> you can use use all the words or all the words. But we can go toe to toe on that. Uh, so anyway, coming up later on on the program, obviously we will have our wombat of the week, which is a doozy one this time around, and also uh, honor thy heroes. Uh, we have that um, coming up uh, later on in the program. Right now, we're going to skip out of here, take a quick 90-second break, and wet our whistles. Our, our whistles. You got that? I'm going to I'm gonna wet it. I'm gonna okay. And we'll be back <laughs> right after this. So I, so I use, use my, my computer, computer every day. day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night, I'm cruising along, and the next night, I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. 
Welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show. Thanks for being here. If you're keeping track, I believe it's Season 2, Episode 4, and you can subscribe to the podcast. You can go to joelmahalik.com and hit the subscribe button, and then check out the offerings there. Of course, it's an ongoing work-in-progress list, but you can see if your favorite player is there, and you can subscribe from there. And please do. And like us and share on Facebook at JM Talk. And we're also, I am parked at Twitter at WQYB Radio. Uh, so that's the various ways that you can get in touch. You just sounded like a robot. Well, sometimes I like to talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it, it I sounded like, like you a, were reading a script and you were reading one word at a time. Wow. All right. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to critique you on air, but. No, that, that, that's, that, that, that's fine. That, actually, that's, that's what I just did. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, anyway, that's the business end of it for this segment off the out of the way. Um, this is interesting. If, if, I don't know how many people have seen this. There used to be a show on HBO. I don't remember what the name of the show was, but it was like a reality show filmed at the Bunny Ranch. Do you remember that? Yeah, you know, with all the hookers. It was no. Uh... <laughs> you don't remember? No. Is this something that you and I need to sit down and talk about? <laughs> no. So the owner. Are you sure? Yes, the owner Dennis oh, Hoff. Okay. Uh, he won. The election for the Nevada State Legislature this past Tuesday on Election Day. He won the seat. The owner of the brothel. Oh. Here's the problem. Isn't he dead? He died. Right? I read that story. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait. Someone, how can a dead person be elected? Yeah. Yeah. He had passed away uh, and, and even in death. He had he had beaten the Democratic opponent opponent uh, Lisa Romanoff. Now, not only that, but here's the thing. Well, that's not saying much for Lisa Romanoff. <laughs> it, well, here's the thing. He he took sixty eight point two percent of the vote, and Romanoff took thirty one percent of the vote. I mean, how bad is the Democratic Party in that area that you're dead and you win the election? Right. I mean, that's. <laughs> That's really the that's really the only reason why I I brought this you know to the table. I just thought it was interesting. Now, now, when on his first day in this position, is someone going to say, "Hey, you look a little stiff"? <laughs> Actually, what what will really happen <laughs> is the 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 seat is vacated, and then the commissioners of the county uh, will determine. Uh, who takes the seat or if there's going to be a, uh, another election or, you know. I would think they would run a special election. Yeah. However, the thought is since she ran opposing him, would she just automatically get the seat? I thought that, but that is not the case. It's not the case at all. Um, they're going to they're gonna decide what they do. The, the In fact, it says they will appoint someone of the same political party. So she cannot get that seat anyway. The Republican Party still won that seat. So it'll be somebody Got else from you. the Republican Party okay. that right. will fill the seat. Uh, so um, just uh, just really interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah, like 
that's telling you something about our political uh, political atmosphere here in the United States. Yeah, which we which we don't. I know I've said before we don't discuss politics, but this story no, was too good to resist. No, no, we're not discussing right. politics yeah. per se. It was just too good to resist. Yeah, I mean, wow. So I have something I want to talk about. Okay. Um, Time's yours. Yeah. <laughs> I know that this subject has been beaten to death, okay? And that is driving. Oh, yes. We, and we beat it to death on the show here, but okay, no, I'm I, okay with this. Bring it on. Another okay. perspective. Um, I feel that I am a good driver. My driving record shows that. Okay, I pay attention. I don't text. I'm not constantly looking at my phone trying to find a good song to play or find out who won the election or whatever, whatever the case may be, where I'm driving down the road, I go slow Swerve over to the, you know, side of the road. Swerve back onto the other side of the road. Then go fast. Mm -hmm. That driving drives me nuts. I mean, pay attention. Yeah. You didn't have these issues before cell phones came out. Right. I I agree. Not 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 a, you know, to this degree, but that is you're describing what I feel are characteristics of somebody who is looking at something other than the road. This slow exactly. speed, swerve, slow speed, swerve, swerve, slow right. speed. Right. And not only is it dangerous to you know, for that person to do that because of the way he's driving, but it's also dangerous because I might Get out of my car, walk up to the... No, I wouldn't. I'm just kidding. But seriously, it drives me crazy. Yep. Agreed. It drives me absolutely crazy. And we, you know, we, it has been a hot button topic, uh, you know, and, and of course, and these are the, like, I, I, I still have not heard the details, but, and I think this is why. I think because... The details of the woman that killed the three children and injured the fourth at that bus stop in Indiana. Yeah. I, I think the details are such that she was not paying attention because how do you sustain that much damage to your car? Exactly. Hitting those kids in that bus, you know. and, and Right. But what I've noticed a lot in uh, and people talking about and people taking video and pictures, still I see video and pictures coming in of, of masses of people ignoring the buses. Right. But now I'm also seeing people taking pictures and video of the school buses picking up their kids. That, And I've seen it here in the complex. They're stopping in the middle of the road. Now, unfortunately, mm -hmm. you have the distracted drivers. But you also have the people that just flat out don't pay attention. And they don't right. care about stop signs and red lights and yields and things like that. And what's scary is our bus drivers are doing the same thing. Yes, that, that's they're absolutely right. You know, they're carrying your children mm -hmm. and they're not paying attention or you know their eyes aren't focused on the road I, I'm, that just drives me crazy yeah 
every walk of life. I mean, it's not just people in personal vehicles. You have bus drivers. You have city bus drivers. Sometimes right. you wonder what the hell's going on in their head. Um, exactly. You know, and I've always said about the state of Delaware, which is where we're at, they, you know, mo- most states, if not all of them, have the uh, hands-free laws or, you know, you got to, you have to, you can't be distracted, distracted driving stuff. And in Delaware, uh, one of the things I've always been outspoken about is that there is a list of people who are exempt from this law. Police, firefighters, uh, first responders, you know, and I, you know, I, I don't agree with that. Okay, so they might, and it claims that they might have to look at something for their line of business. I don't know. I just think that they should, because then what happens if they cause a problem? That's my that, that's my thing. Exactly. If they cause an accident, you know, what happens then? But, right. But I haven't seen much on, on the news about following up to what these people, like that one week where all those kids were killed at bus stops. Right. What were these people doing? I'm sure it had to do with distracted driving. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I again, as I said in the beginning of uh, this topic, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but this is the first time I've been on your show and I've wanted to talk about it. Oh, that's fine. Almost every week I find some way to have to bring this up again. Yeah, well, there's always a story. Right. You know, this person, you know, uh, wasn't paying attention and hit kids at a bus stop or hit a bus that was filled with kids. And, you know, it's just sad. It's nerve-wracking. Yeah. It's nerve-wracking it knowing is. that, you know, like we have, you know, grandchildren that get on buses. Exactly. You know? Uh, pe- exactly. People out there, you know, you're, you're parents and you have children getting on and, and it's, you know, it's strange. One of the roads I take to work, I go down and every morning there's a mother with two children. Uh, I know with, the road you're talking about. Right. The other day, I didn't see the mother there, just the children, no car, no mother. Mm. And I thought that was odd because I was, my thought process was I was going to talk about how it's nice to see parents that they're waiting and hopefully they, you know, mm-hmm. but then I, I, and I just thought it was odd. I mean, for the last two years uh, yeah. that I can remember every morning, you know, uh, they're sitting there waiting for that bus, uh, which is not a good place because that bus stop, if you can call it that. I mean, it's it's, actually their driveway. Is it? I thought that was an industrial road. No, there's a house back there. Yeah, because it's it's a terrible place for a bus stop. It's right on a bend. Right. It's right before a bend or after a bend, depending on how you're looking at it. Yeah. It's either before or after a bend. So whichever way you're looking at it. Right. But uh, something does have to be done about it. Uh, I don't know what that answer is. I wish I did. Because right. sitting here talking about it and wishing and hoping that people would pay attention and they and somehow uh, all of us talk talking radio heads, you know, putting the word out there, hoping that somebody uh, does something about it. I like I really don't know what the answer is. I mean, I think the I think the answer should be uh, pay attention to what the hell you're doing. That's your job. That's right. your number one responsibility when you get behind the wheel of anything. Exactly. Say but, hi, Molly. But since we can't get that point across this way or any way that, you know, uh, that's your number one priority and you should know that because somehow you passed the driver's test, then I... Unless they got their 
driver's license at Kmart. Right. So barring that, I don't know what the answer to that problem is. I, I, I don't know any other answer. Yeah, you got me stumped too. You know, because I, I would say the police need to up their game. The, there's laws that are supposed to prevent people from driving like that. There are laws that says stop behind. It's all in the books. It's all in the driving manuals. Yeah, in, but in any you state. know what? But, it, but when you see police on their phones while they're driving, then that takes it off the table. I don't feel comfortable anymore saying, well, the police should step up their game. And here's the other thing. You can get your driver's license taken away for driving like that, but that doesn't mean that that person is not going to drive anymore. Exactly. You know? That's one of the real bad things about society. Well, yeah. Is and is the fact that people just don't care. They Isn't that don't. what it boils down to? Yeah. People they just don't, don't care. It, it, maybe if we just cared for one another again. We can sit here all day long and talk about the old days when we were growing up and how things were so much different. Right. Uh, but it, w- it would be the same as us sitting here talking about what well, people used to know how to drive too, you know. Mm-hmm. Who's listening to what we're saying? Exactly. You know, who's reading these news stories and going, "Wow, you we know? should do something about this." Right. Or at the minimum, I, I, you know, when I first started talking about this kind of this distracted driving thing in you know last year, I was thinking to myself that somehow. If you were the moron that drives like that and you saw something like that, read something like that, saw it on the news, you would say to yourself, geez, I should straighten out. But I, I don't think that's the case. Right. Did, my phone is silenced. Did you bring a ringing phone to the studio? No, it's in the... It is behind us? It's in the living room. That's a hell of a ringer. Okay. Um, so anyway, I, you know, what does it take? I mean... I'd love to hear your your opinions out there, you know, various ways of getting a hold of us. Um, but would just love to hear your opinions. So you are um you're escaping away. I am. I'm gonna escape. Okay. Well, uh, it was nice of you to stop by. Thank you. Are you taking, Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Are you taking this monster with you? I will. I'll take a little girl. <laughs> All right. So, All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. I'll be back. All right. Another I, time. I'll need your copy. Oh, yes. Here. Theater of the mind, people. We're passing copy back yeah, and forth. Yeah, right. All right. All right, everyone. Well, thanks. It was great Bye-bye. meeting you again. High fives all around. All right. <laughs> all right. There she is. The lovely Sharon, ladies and gentlemen, joining the Joel Mahalik show. Uh, quick check on the time. Got a little bit of time left. Uh, we have, um, what do we have coming up? Uh, Wombat of the Week coming up after the commercial break, plus the Honor Thy Heroes, uh, which you can be a part of. You can, uh, if, if you know of a first responder, firefighter, police, even a dispatcher. We've even honored a dispatcher here on a program. We can use those stories because, uh, they are not... Um, easy to find, which is a shame, isn't it? Isn't it a shame that we cannot find enough stories about the good guys? But 
you'll find plenty of stories out there when a police officer in the uh, court of public opinion does something wrong. Uh, so that's another really big problem with uh, with the way the world has become. You know, uh, with all the different news media outlets, I think uh, I, I think the actual real news media is becoming uh, beaten down by the court of public opinion. That's what I call it. I know that is a term out there, and I've been saying it to myself a lot lately uh, because that's that's how I that's how I feel. I mean, I cruise Facebook, and there's a lot of times I want to respond to people's posts about different things, and I don't because I'll be halfway right in a, this long response, and I'll go, for what? Why even bother is really what I say to myself. And that's the court of public opinion. You know, and, and social media is so so bundled down with it. It, it, it drives me crazy sometimes, uh, you know, to... I mean, I go on social media for particular reasons, but while I'm on there, I see all this, all the rhetoric. And, um, but if you have a story about these everyday heroes that work among us, that work really hard to protect us from crime, fire, damage, medical, you know, we'd love to have them here because I want to honor them. Every week we want to honor another hero on the program. So all that is coming up. Uh, we are like two weeks out from Thanksgiving too, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, next week on the program, I'm hoping, I think what I'm going to do this week is on social media, while I'm talking about it, <laughs> the purpose that I'm on social media primarily is for you, for the program. And I think what I might do during the week this week is try to get some responses out there from social media people chiming back in with some of the interesting uh, things that they prepare for Thanksgiving. I'm interested to see just how far uh, tradition is changing. Or uh, as I as I have found in the last 15 years or so, uh, not so much as traditions are changing, but traditions are going out the window. I I, I don't see new traditions being formed. I just see I just see the old traditions getting thrown out or changed. Uh, and if I'm not explaining myself very well, we're going to make a discussion about it on the podcast next week. And so maybe you'll understand there. But I will put the word out on Facebook to find out. Hey, what are you preparing on Thanksgiving? Get some ideas, and then we can shoot them back at you. How's that sound? Sound good? Sounds good to me, too. Uh, the website is joelmaholic.com. The Facebook is at JM Talk, And the Twitter is at WQIB Radio. All the various places. Uh, hopefully, you're subscribing to the show, you like the show, you're sharing the show, and you're helping us get it out there. You can do all those things right from the website. Okay, I'm going to take my last break of the show, and I'm coming back right after that. This, this message, message is for, for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? 
Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Hello there, my pretties. Welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show. www.joelmahalik.com. That's the website where you can go. I hope you stop there. I hope you subscribe. Click the subscribe button and find out if I'm on your favorite player and your favorite service. And subscribe. And then join me at Facebook by going and looking me up. I'm at JM Talk. Love to have you like the show page, follow us, and share us with your friends. Would love to have that happen. So you know we're we're in uh, what are we like uh, approaching or uh, finishing out, if you will, the second week of November, heading into Thanksgiving in about twelve days. So just slightly under two weeks. Or another way you can look at this is we're about three months into the Christmas season. <laughs> uh, so another another discussion that I want to have. Uh, you know, in, in the in the weeks to come, is and this is probably another conversation that I will. I've already been involved in one or two heated conversations about Christmas music, and uh, but I, I I would like to I would like to get the Joel Mahalik show court of public opinion in an upcoming broadcast on when should Christmas songs actually hit the airwaves. And then we might have a follow-up question. In fact, I did put this question out, and I got two responses, both from my family. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, when when should you put your Christmas tree up? So a couple of holiday-themed type of questions that we will try to gather some responses off of social media and bring them to you here on the program. So, uh, Okay. So why don't we do a little bit of Wombat of the Week. You can join in on the fun of this by submitting your Wombat of the Week story to the show. Simply email the link to a news story of stupid people doing stupid things to wombat at joelmaholic.com. Also, you can send it to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. And you can also submit your stories in a message on the Facebook page at JM Talk. So get me those stories. This one this week is a oh it's a it's a whopper. And no pun intended. I mean it it's this is um this is really probably one of the strangest, but I have found in doing this, I have found in doing this wombat of the week thing that it just gets I don't know if I should say it just gets better all the time, or do I say it just gets worse all the time? I I don't know whichever way you want to take it, that's what happens. So, without uh, further ado, let me let me review the story of the wombat of the week for this week. Uh, the title is "Man whose penis and testicles were bitten off and eaten by a bulldog 
quote, was alone in room with the animal and had peanut butter spread on his crotch, end quote. That is, that is the headline of the story. I kid you not. How can you not see that headline and go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we got a wombat right here. Police in Scotland, police in Scotland, found the man unconscious in a pool of his own blood. He was taken to the hospital, but his organs could not be reattached. No one has been charged with any offense which relates to the incident. So there's the three bullet points. Here is the story for your enjoyment. A man who was induced into a coma after his genitals were savaged by an old English bulldog was alone in a room with the animal when the incident happened. The man who has not been named was also alleged to have applied peanut butter or another food spread onto his crotch area before his genitals were bitten off by the animal, according to a police source. Police in Eath, Lothian, Scotland were alerted after the 22-year-old man was found unconscious and fully clothed in a pool of his own blood in a flat in Haddington. And this, is, this happened this past September. The man was believed to be alone in a room with the dog when the incident had occurred. He was taken to Edinburgh Royal Infirmary. However, his organs could not be reattached as they had been eaten by the dog. His condition later stabilized and he was transferred to the Western General Hospital where he has since been assisting police with their inquiries. No one has been charged with any offense related to the incident. So when I look at this, I was I, I was surprised from the headline that when I read through the story the first time that the man was clothed. Because I'm just trying to think who in their right mind is spreading peanut butter on their junk with a, uh, with a dog, uh, any dog, any animal in the room? Why would you do that? It just doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me. But that's what happened. And uh I it doesn't say who found him, which is odd. Uh there were some other there were some things that I did not uh there were things that I chose to leave out of the story. Um for the purpose of animal lovers. So uh, you can, though, find the whole story online. In fact, the link that... I'm trying to think. Did I even post the last couple wombats? Uh, I, I will try to remember to get the link posted uh, after the podcast hits the website. That way, you do have the full story. I mean, this is the full story, but there were, some, there were just some other things that I, that I, by choice, decided to leave out. Uh, but seriously, folks, please, please, I'm begging you to pay attention when you drive. I am begging you to pay attention when school buses are stopped. I'm asking you to love one another, and I'm asking you not to spread peanut butter on your junk and then have a dog in the room. Don't spread anything on your junk when you have an animal in a room. Anyway, I mean, <laughs> there's a time and a place, I guess, sometimes in some uh, some situations where you spread stuff on your junk, but not with an animal in the room. And that is your wombat of the week. 
So see if you so if you're new to the program, that's what I'm talking about. Stupid people doing stupid things winds up in the news. It winds up on our wombat of the week. So send your stories in, please, to wombat at joelmahalik.com. There is that. In the books. Another Wombat of the Week is in the books. Okay. So, uh, this other segment that we do each week is Honor Thy Heroes. And this is uh, my way of uh, honoring. To, to use a word I'm already using. Paying tribute to the heroes every day, first responders, that risk their lives and give their time and sometimes the ultimate sacrifice to help us. And this week, I am honoring a police officer who gave the ultimate sacrifice. And it is probably one of the most recent uh, honor thy heroes recipients that I've had because the story is fresh this week as well. If I'm sure everybody has heard of the California bar shooting at the borderline bar and grill in Thousand Oaks, California, which happened just the other day, I believe 12 or 13 people total, total dead. I mean, the story I have says 11 and I think the story is a tad outdated uh, I think it, it was actually 12 or 13 in the end. Um, you know, a, a another senseless mass shooting. Um, now this time it was an Afghanistan veteran who was said to be suffering from PTSD. And, you know, we, we will... We'll talk about that. That's a, that's a different time and a different show and a different segment that we will talk about some of the problems with these uh, mass shootings. But, um, however, Sergeant Ron Hellis, veteran officer of the Ventura County Sheriff's Office, one of the first people rushed into the borderline bar and grill to stop the shooting. And he was also caught up in a hail of bullets as soon as he went in. He went in with, there were other officers, but, so he was one of those first officers charging through the door. Charging through the door. Think about that. Charging through the door. Selfless. I have to stop this problem. Imagine what goes through the mind. Of a police officer who does that. For you. And he died of his wounds the next day. But it's that selfless act. Accompanied by other officers. That probably minimized the damage of this attack. Because what if they did not go there? What if they arrived there as we've seen in some other mass shootings, and we're told to not go in or to stage, but no, these officers decided to go in. That is what saves lives. In this instance, that saved lives. I am telling you 
folks. Them rushing in saved lives. And Sergeant Hellas gave his life to save lives. The ultimate sacrifice. 29 years on the job. Set to retire next year. The least, the very least I can do is honor this hero. Is to pay tribute. And to broadcast what he did. And it was a selfless act. And he did it for his community. People in his community were in trouble. He didn't stop and think about it. He didn't stage. He didn't hold back. He didn't wait. He got the call. Was on a quick phone call with his wife. Honey, I have to go. And he showed up. And did what he had to do. Did what he felt was the right thing to do. And so after hearing the gunshots inside the bar. He and another highway patrolman. Immediately through the door. This man died a hero. And according to the sheriff, Ron was a hard-working, dedicated sheriff sergeant who was totally committed. And on this night, the sheriff said, as he told his wife, he died a hero because he went in there to save lives. So, that's why tonight on the program, and this week, we honor Sergeant Ron Hellis of the Ventura County Sheriff's Office for giving the ultimate sacrifice for his community. So thank you very much for your service. And here at the Joel Mahalik Show, our thoughts and prayers are with his family, his family in blue, all the victims and their families, and the community. And that's Honor Thy Heroes. And um, and it is a shame. I mean, it, 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 this is just another, it's another notch in the mass shooting belt, as they would say. And, um, and there's a lot of different sides uh, to these things. And I... I, I read a lot of people's, you know, the public opinion courts again. I read a lot of the opinions on social media. And these are some of the posts I said earlier. I, I start writing, writing responses and then I, I realize that I'm probably causing myself more damage. Or I'll get into some major argument with somebody. So I end up erasing the comment that I started writing that I don't post at all. But there's a lot of different sides and a lot of different opinions about these, and uh, and and you have to you have to talk about it. I wrote about it. In fact, on the website you can go to the blog, and I don't write I don't write a lot on the blog. I'd like to write more, but it's a time thing. But so just a just a couple of blogs back, 
Uh, I wrote a blog about uh, one of the problems with you know this uh, the, this gun problem. To use the the you know the popular phrase the gun problem, it's not always a gun problem. And I wrote a blog on why it's really not a gun problem in certain respects. So uh, uh, and and I want to address that more on a program, uh, the mental health issue, uh, just like this returning uh, veteran from Afghanistan suffering PTSD. PTSD is a very nasty issue. And unfortunately, like a lot of other mental disorders these days, is not being treated the way it should. So, uh, some things to look forward to, you know, maybe on future shows or just trying to discuss and have a conversation because we have to, right? We, we have to have a conversation about what's going on among us. Um, but that is part of that, that is, that is another part of the problem. Another part of the problem is, is people don't want to converse. People want to, want to, uh, say what, what is on their mind and not listen or consider, uh, the potential response, which makes a conversation. Because if I say, well, here's what I feel. And then you say, well, this is what I think. And I say, oh, no, 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 no. I'm telling you, this is the way. That's not a conversation. That's that's a couple of bullies trying to talk. You know, a conversation is coming together, having some talking points, having some ideas, suggestions, some facts, and all these things. You, you, you put all this stuff together and you have a conversation. So I'd like to have that conversation uh, with you listening and you know, feedback is always welcome at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Feedback is always welcome. Feedback is welcome right there on the Facebook page. Post it. Uh, be happy to, uh, to entertain it. We should be able to talk about anything. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the thing in this country. We should be able to talk about anything. So we will talk again next week because right now, uh, I I need to end this broadcast. I am so glad that you have listened to the show. If you like it, please share it with your friends. Send them my webpage. Let them subscribe. And if you don't see your favorite service on my subscription page, drop me a line and tell me to get busy on it because we're still adding things, uh, but uh, it, it's a process. It really is. So I want to thank everybody for listening to the Joel Mahalik Show. Uh, I want to thank Sharon for stopping by and spending some time here tonight. And remember, people, reach out on Facebook at JM Talk. I will be looking for you. Until next time, have a great week and try to love each other, will you? <laughs>